get some things off my chest. Once in a lifetime experience. Exactly. After all exactly. that, after I told you, making that money. That's just. <laughs> that Because if we all actually knew how to do it, we wouldn't be working with somebody else. I'm just being honest. Right. You know? Give some, some random questions and let the conversation go from there. It's something to think about because... Every day I'd come home from school and this gold Mustang is sitting in my mother's driveway, right? So me... And dancing, fooling around, that was what all young folks said. Mom. I'm Gian, I'm number one. I'm Garen, I'm number two. I'm Gian, I'm number three. I'm Garrison, number four, the youngest. And I'm the Pop. Welcome to the Turner Family Podcast. Alright, so, uh, <clears throat> maybe this is a question more for uh, the parents in the room. <clears throat> what skills do you think uh, the kids are learning or what skills do you want them to learn as they're doing these projects and uh, whatnot in school or at home uh, for the viewing public or listening public? Um, as far as a skill, I would have to say learning how to count their money. Okay. Um, that's the most important part. Definitely. Understanding how to interact with people um, and just the spirit of entrepreneurship. Okay. Knowing what it means to get up and start something yourself. Starting it, seeing it through, um, and, and, and having fun with it. Okay. Because it if you look at it as a chore, then it's not fun. But if, if it's something that you can say, you can look back and say, hey, I've started this, or I've done this before, I know what this looks like, even if it's on an elementary level. Um, I know how to do this. Those are the, the basics. I think that are important. I'm not gonna make money. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's I don't care what they learn from it. Look that bread, right? Come up with that next new yeah. idea, the next big thing that. Come up with that money. Papa, you need a pair of shoes. No, not only that. I just don't want if. I understand that they have to work for somebody, but if they can work for themselves and reach a goal for themselves, they ain't never got to rely on somebody laying them off. You ain't got to rely on your boss and talk to you any old kind of way because you need your job. That type of stuff. You get what I'm saying? You right. are the boss. You're not looking for nobody else to pay pay you. Yeah. It's definitely a lot different having ownership and, of something. and of course. personal responsibility and creating a legacy. Um, what about you, Rick? What skills, uh, besides what Sneeda said, what other skills do you think the kids, uh, help I told, the kids? I told you. Making that money? That's a skill. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to learn how to make it. Okay. Because if we all actually knew how to do it, we wouldn't be working with somebody else. I'm just being honest. Right. You know? So if they have it in their mind right now, I don't want to work for somebody else. I have an idea. I'm going to see it through. And that's how everybody who's rich actually had those ideas and they see them through. They get up and do it. They don't have, I think, I think the thing is for me, and I know this is the, uh, talking about, you know, entrepreneurship, whatever. 
But the thing is, is if you don't have a foundation for it, then mm-hmm. you don't know where to go with it. If you start them off early with stuff like their school project or selling the popsicles, then they have an idea that this is how it works and you can go with it. And their minds are fresh. It ain't like ours knowing, okay, I got to get up and go to work for this person and try to start my own. Or I ain't wait till I was, you know, 30 or 40 or 50 to try to start something. Not saying you can't uh, do it. I'm just saying the earlier, your mind is fresh. You don't have that, that I got to make this right here to pay my bills. They got that little leeway of time before they even leave our homes, right? Your sons included. So in that time, before they leave our homes, when they don't have all this other stuff to worry about, I think that's when their mind is fresh. They should have plenty of ideas on what to do because they don't have to worry about anything else at the time. So And that also allows them to fail because you got a lot of people tell you, you have to fail a little bit in order to turn around, understand what you did wrong to make it better. But like I said again, now at being however old we are, mm-hmm. if we fail right now at something, it'd be detrimental. <laughs> That's a wrap. It's a wrap. Who are you going to turn to you fail right now? Right. And then you got too many people counting on you for you to or to jump out there with something new, put everything into it and to fail and say, but we we going we going to make it back. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a little bit tougher. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. So if you got a uh a 10-year-old, a 15-year-old who have an idea now that you can put something behind it, some weight behind it, so that they can go ahead and get out here and, and do it. I think that's the best thing. I hope I answered your question. Yeah, yeah. That was a perfect assist. <laughs> Teamwork. Teamwork. Oh, We're going to get it done around here. They're going to do something. Dude, I might have to delete that out. What? That high five. I actually can hear it. Damn. <laughs> that was so late. That was the perfect setup. He said, I said everything and he explained it. Yeah. Everything I said, he explained it. Oh, yeah. We want to be able to. What's going to work? It would mean a yeah. lot to me <laughs> if their minds were open enough to just know that they have the foundation now. To just jump out there and be whoever they want to be, as long as they don't hurt nobody. And, I'll, and he and my sons are nodding yes, yeah, and I, I appreciate that. To jump out here, be your best self, and take a chance on life and do exactly what you want to do, okay? Before you have too many responsibilities that you be like, maybe I shouldn't do that, or maybe I shouldn't do this. Get that. Well, let's not let's not do that. You don't you don't even have to think like that right now. Right now, it's like I can open up a business. You know what I mean? You can go and do this now. Well, you know it in your heart you can. They probably have ideas, you know? Just get up and do them. And your mommy and daddy going to support you. We're going to support you. I promise you. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't going to support not eating that dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me ask you guys this. What suggestions would you have uh, for others, uh, listeners, or even with me and my kids, uh, on how to... Get them to be more involved uh, and and try more um, things. Yeah. yeah more, I, a few more projects. I think it's just as a parent, if you see something, because like he said, the way we came up with the idea was my uncle was sitting here and we were talking about, you know, just the boys in general. And my uncle's a financial advisor who has always been my personal mentor, if you will. So, um, 
he's the one who got me started in finance and he was like just talking about the boys and he was you know just think about how much further ahead you would have been had you started nine yeah five you know and he was like those are not hard concepts to teach if you think about it on a smaller scale and i was like you know what you know so is is literally if you learn something you teach your kids that same thing, but on their level, yeah. you know, breaking so it breaking it down bit. so that they can understand on, on, on their level. And you know, your kids, you know how to talk to them, you know? So it's, it's a matter of just sharing the knowledge that you have with them. He, you know, he knows computers. They built a computer, you know? So I know finance, they have stock, you know? So those are the things that if you have a skill set as a parent, you want your kid to be able to support themselves, number one. But number two, not be afraid to try anything. Right. You know, so just exposing them to all things and not just, you know, what you know. If you learn something, you share it with them, you know. I, I would say that it would be hard for me to give people advice on how to do for their kids. Because that's a tough one when I'm still trying to raise mine. So I don't have no, you know, path on that. What I would say, though, is that if we start and people always, well, not always, people don't always say this, but if we start looking at money different. For a long time, we looked at money in a certain way. And, and a lot of people still look at money in a certain way is that it's just to go buy the next biggest thing. To say I got this, that I'm driving this car, that I got this house. But if we look at money different, we can teach our kids to look at money different. And then it's going to be different. But I think this generation is, I think they'll be able to do that a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They'll be able to look at money a little bit different. Use hopefully. it as a, as a resource. As, yeah. a, as opposed to using it for, I don't know what, I mean, like you said... The way that we were taught about money, if we were even taught about money in our household growing up, it was literally through consumerism. It wasn't like, let's save to do X, Y, and Z. It mm. was, let's go and buy. Let's go get this. We mm. have to get that. So it's spent, it was that spend, spend, spend mentality as opposed to learning how to save it, learning how to invest it, learning to use money as a resource. Right. As opposed to just something that was so frivolous. And, you know, because I don't know if it was to show that they had money or what the purpose of spend, spend, spend was, but it wasn't, it didn't help. Well, you know what I think, though? And it's not, see, and we have to be careful because we don't want to say the generation before us, this, that, and the third. I would say it like this. I think that... Sorry. <laughs> I know, but no. What I would say it was like this. And every household is different. I would say it was like it came a time when people were able to be on a job for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Right? And that was a blessing because it was able to take care of families. But our generation didn't have that blessing. We don't have any jobs that we're going to be on for years and years and years. Right. Let alone be able to take some, of. yeah, the, to get the appreciation of being there for X amount of years. So we had to start thinking different. So the little bit of money we got, we're doing it differently because we're not waiting on somebody to 
let us stay on the job for however long we can. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We've mm-hmm. all, all three of us probably had five or six jobs in our lifetime. We're probably going to have another four or five before we, you know what I mean, before yeah. we stop working. And that's just be, if, mm-hmm. if we actually really get to stop working. Right. So in that aspect, you think of money differently. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's like uh, my favorite comedian, Earthquake. So, and, and this is a little bit off, but it's on the same thing. He had paid off child support early, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm trying to get this to you real quick. He paid off his child support early. And the reason he paid it off is he said, because I don't know when I'm going to be on stage next. Right. I don't know when I'm going to have the money to pay it like I'm supposed to. So, I'm going to pay as much as I can up front now, well, as fast as I can when I have it. That's the same way the mentality of this generation is. We trying to do it now. And so, it's either two ways that I see this generation. Either we buying a ton of stuff, like the Cadillacs. As soon as we get our money, we trying to hurry up and do it. Or a lot of us now, this generation, is building wealth for the next one. Because we don't, we don't know when we're going to have it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I hope that explains it. That's oh, pretty good. Uh, so, you guys uh, have mentioned having stocks a, a couple times. Uh, so, you guys got them started in that. You want to tell us where that inspiration came from or how did that get started and um, how do you get them interested in doing stocks at their age? I think one of the boys want to answer. So I think how it started was, um, I think dad had looked um, on his phone of all of the stocks. And he said, like, I think he said something, but, um, go ahead, Ray, you talk, go ahead. I know what it was, like, like, dad told us to get a toy from upstairs, so we did, and we saw, um, That's <laughs> kids. Uh, concept of taxes. Right. And, um, yeah, and that's so, it. So, it, uh, as you check on it, what have you found? Is your stock going up? Is it going down? Well, well it's in between. It's in between going up and going <laughs> At least they understand down. that, right? All right. And then, do you guys understand why it goes up and why it may go down? Yeah. Okay. And then what happens if it stays down and is it stays too far down for too long? What would you do? Let's say if your parents weren't here to advise you about that stock, if it stayed down and it's not going back up, what would you do? Um, I'll try to like make it go back up by like probably 
That sounds like insider training coming up. <laughs> like, I'm about to make you go back up. By we haven't gotten to, um, we do look at it when it varies going up and down mm-hmm. the market, but we haven't gotten to when to sell, when to hold it and stuff like that. Um, because at this point, it's just another investment. Okay. So no matter what it does at the time, we're not in it just to short trade as Nita would say. Is that right, baby? Um, short sale? To short it, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's we're something we're trying to yeah. keep. So we're just trying to add to it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we haven't gone over the concept of if we're losing money in it and all that other stuff yet because we're just trying to build a portfolio for the boys. Right? Correct. Get them used to it. Just expose exactly. them to it. Exactly. But when exactly. you have stock anyway, you want to you wanna hold it. It's right. not something that you want to sell once you feel like it's good enough. You know, you, you want to look at holding them um, for a long period of time. So at this point, it's literally just adding to it. Mm-hmm. And over time, I mean, hell, if we play our cards right, they may own has not has bro, Mattel, Mattel. You know, but I mean, it's that's what everybody will want, right? You mm-hmm. want to have the most stocks, the majority stocks of the company. But once again, it's the concept and the idea, and I'll, exactly. I'll, I'll explain how. Now, when we go buy toys and stuff, and we look at the back of it, what do I always say? When y'all bought those uh, things for Halloween, you had the swords, and we looked at the back to see who made it. And what did I say about that? Do y'all remember? It was kind of like paying yourself. And that's the whole point of having a piece of stock in a company. Did you buy something? You can say you're paying yourself. Our parents always taught us that, didn't they? Right. And in theory, they taught us that. They say, man, y'all buy all them Jordans. Y'all don't own no stock in it. Well, there you go. Now we're actually teaching our kids or we're actually putting them into it and they're learning how to do it. We're not just saying saying it. it. And that's that's the difference, you know. You, you have to expose them. You have to expose them to it. You can't just tell them, y'all buy all these toys, buy a piece of stock. You got to show them. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's a lot better having that uh, that hands-on experience. Right. Because now Especially for at this group. age, and it, it, it gets rid of that stigma or that, uh, you know, sometimes just trying to do new things. Mm-hmm. Um, to, you know, Pardon the analogy is kind of maybe off, but uh, older people in electronics is like kind of hard for older people to get into electronics as easily as younger kids because they have that angst if it doesn't work how they think it should work, Mm -hmm. then they get frustrated or whatever. And it's one of those things, learning those skills at a young age helps prevent having that hesitation and getting involved or maybe uh, the confusion or... Uh, the uh, uh, the like patience though is a lot of it okay. um, for the technology and once again like Nita was saying about the stocks it's not a short term thing that we're doing it's mm-hmm. not a short sale this is a long term thing so you got to have patience with the stock right and that's going to be taught to them early they're not looking to turn around and make a profit tomorrow right we're looking down the long road when they get so older. yeah they're nine years old now in eighteen years what will it be worth right that's the point that's the point. Alright. Well, nephews, did you have anything else to say? No. No? You guys are kind of quiet tonight. I guess we're not talking about 
toys and, and Christmas. We are talking like, about toys like, though, right? And but that's another good thing too, is that a lot of times now we'll look and I'll be like, Do y'all want more stock? And they'll be like, Yeah. But it's a balance. Because mm-hmm. they're still children, right? Right. So yeah, they get Christmas money. Mm-hmm. You know, they might get something put here, something put there. Yeah, you can go buy a toy, but maybe we'll go get a piece of this Mattel or a piece of this Hasbro or something. You see what I'm saying? It's a balance. They're right. going to have plenty of toys, so why not half and half it? Because all it is is just something for them down the road. Right. It's just an investment down the road is how we look at it. Okay. Because I remember uh, popping them, talking to Grandpa at one, to one point, right? Mm-hmm. To get the uh, savings bonds for us. Okay. Remember so you that? see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It's that. That mindset is there. Everybody just, I feel like we need to implement it now. Mm-hmm. And although we talk about generations, this generation might not be, might not have as much as far as the long term because we don't have that ability to be somewhere. If we had that, if, I think all of us, if we had that ability to know that we could be somewhere for so long, it'd be different. But with us not having that, we're trying to strike fast and we're trying to take what the knowledge that we have strike fast and then give it to our kids so that hopefully it will be a long-term uh thing for them if, yeah. if, I, if that made sense yeah you know because we ain't got that much we ain't got that much longer to try to <laughs> i mean i'm just trying to be honest when i talk to the podcast we don't have that much longer if you think about it us people pushing 40 right you got 20 good years Right, in in the scheme of things, before people be like, "Oh, you too old to do that," or "You too old," you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, it's like we got a we got twenty years to not only set them up, but set us up for the long term. Mm-hmm. Set them up to 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 set us up to be empty nesters, but set them up that they can survive on their own. That they can. What I always tell y'all, y'all want to be able to. Afford the what? Afford your starts with an L. Oh, they won't remember. Afford your lifestyle. Okay. I think I say it all the time, but anyway, you want to be able to. I don't think you've ever said that. Don't worry, it's all on a podcast. He can edit that part out. Right. Like that. Hack but that but right, but. Higher. Is to. So, do I say sustain your lifestyle, maybe? No. No? Sustain, but no. Mm, I said the word wrong. I'm sorry. Well, anyway. I tell y'all, y'all don't want to be out on the damn corner, don't I? <laughs> you said like he was about to sell some legs. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say sell some legs? Sell some legs. Sell some legs. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Don't say that, okay? Yes, please. Wow. Are you signing us off? Or we yeah, uh, I was going to say, Sunita, did you have anything else that you wanted to add or comment on before we sign off? Uh, no, I don't think I have any closing remarks. Um, my husband is a very good speaker, so. No. <laughs> Y'all just high five each other, really. I thought she was about because I was about to hug her and everything. No, that's why I no. said it. But no, seriously. So it. Um, if I say the words right. 
Oh Lord, please edit this out. Right. right. Um. So yeah, no, I don't have any closing remarks. Um. I think that I can't say I appreciate you for coming over and asking these these questions. Um, it was helpful to explain it, get it out there, so that not only we could share with the podcast, but we could also explain it to Rafe and Jay the importance of it. So um, I think that that was. Thank you for that conversation. Okay. Yeah. No problem. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, thank y'all for having me, and. Uh, We'll talk to you guys later. Hey, everybody out there. If you like our podcast or would like to contribute or say something, give us a mention, a holler, um, or ask us any question and have us debate on the podcast, reach out to us at the Turner Family Podcast.com. Or I'm sorry, the Turner Family Podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's the Turner Family Podcast at gmail.com Hey, I'm Sean T and that's the end of our podcast for this week. Tune in next time for the Turner Family Podcast.